right. Um, so, The Awakening. Uh, episode 2 of the first season. Um, it's me, Brent. You got me back. And I brought a guest with me, Christian Poole. What's up? It's a good time. It's going to be a big, big thing. Uh, Russia did it invade Ukraine. So get ready, sit back, relax, and here we go. All right. I'm the uh, welcome to The again. Awakening. This is Christian Poole. I'm uh, your trusty host, yeah. Brent uh, Witcher. And we have a great episode, I think, for tonight. But first things I want to do is a good, good friend of mine is co-hosting with me tonight. Um, I think Nyla is going to be on these shows most of the time. Uh, but she did have a previous engagement right now, so I had a guest host, Christian Poole, yes. come and hang out with me. Also, I do have a nice segment for Bryson called Let's Debate, uh, but he's also not available right now. So Exclusive. Next week, Exclusive. I will bring Bryson back for Let's Debate. Next week, you will hear from Nyla. In the meantime, Nyla has so many special things coming. Um, if you are familiar with her Instagram stuff, check it out. Uh, we had a really great worship weekend. A lot of cool things that happened. She vlogged about it. Uh, she's excited. Jordan's excited. I've got blogs coming out. Everybody's writing. You're writing one soon. Yeah. I would hope. Yes. Um, I just got a, a, a new one from Jordan that got published mm-hmm. in the last week. I've got a new one coming. So everybody's writing blogs. Bryson, everybody's, Ariel are all going to write blogs. I'm going to publish this week Ariel's episode two, Brandy's episode one. Christian Poole's wife, Randy. Um, I'm going to publish uh, this show, obviously. So, a lot, lot, lot happening. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to Tifton. I'm telling you it's yes. going to happen. I don't have the details yet, but I'm working on it. I've tracked down churches. I've wrote a couple emails. I am in the uh, process of letting the Spirit lead us to Tifton, Georgia. We are going to make that happen. Um, so it's cool. All right, Christian, I'm going to give you the floor. Just give everybody a character. Yeah, background so who you are. I um, was born and raised in North Georgia. I'm not a redneck. I think I'm everything but a redneck. I can be though. <laughs> if I need to be. Yeah. Um, I don't drive a big up, uh, big big jacked up truck. I, I would drive a Porsche if I could. Um, I um, I don't know. I I just I love Jesus. That's. It's where I'm at in my life right now. It took me a long time to get here. It took me a lot of failure, a lot of crazy, a lot of um, uh, falling on a rock, if you will. Um, but I don't know. I grew up in church. I guess I guess my background is I grew up in church. My parents were youth pastors. They were amazing people. Um, I uh, things happened to me that were out of my control, um, and uh, I blamed everybody else. Yeah, me you too. know, and I use that as my crutch to to continue doing stupid stuff that I knew better than to do. Um, but it, it all ended well when when I found Jesus. I don't know if that's how you say that because he was never lost. <laughs> but but we found each other. I called out to him, and he came and he got me out of my mess, and and he cleaned me up. And um, I'm here today with. Brent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Woo. One in a million shot. Our friendship, Brent. Another miracle. It was another miracle. That's a podcast all in itself. <laughs> it is. And it's you a, know what? We're Look for that because that's coming. It's a look personal podcast, but I think it's it's deserving of everyone's knowledge. How Brent and I become became 
such great friends. But that's me in a nutshell. I have uh, two wonderful children. Uh, one of them is currently two, headed into uh, being three. I have one that's nine. Uh, that'll be 10 later on this year. Um, they're both amazing. Um, I'm 24. Uh, I acquired um, my daughter, who is my daughter. She's not my stepdaughter. She's my daughter. Amen. Um, so when people look at the difference, they're like, you're 15? No. Um, my wife is 17. Um, she's a little older than me. We like to call her a cougar. She doesn't like that. Um, she will be... Uh, she's she's another year older Sunday. Amen. I did Sunday. not know that. Yeah. Her birthday's coming up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Not my prepared. Are so ca- Neither are we. Brandy's two days like, away. I forgot. It's two days away. Yeah. Brandy's like, I forgot. Anyways... Um, I love Jesus. Every part of me uh, wants to be in ministry and to prepare others to do ministry. I believe in miracles and healing and signs yeah. and wonders. And um, if you ask me if I could quit my job tomorrow and, and wave some kind of stick at something, it would be I would do nothing but build the kingdom of God. I would plant Come churches and, and schools and clinics and equip people to preach the gospel and and carry the word of God to uncharted territory. Um that's what I feel like I'm on the earth for, and I won't stop until I until I die. I'm going to be poured out like a drink offering, as Paul said. There will be nothing left of me when I am done with that promise. Okay. So that's that's where I'm sitting from then to now, from growing up in church to going through all the hell I've been through and all the hell I put myself through, um, to getting back closer to Jesus than I ever have been, hearing the voice of God, um, and relaying that to my friends and, and my family. And this thing that we got going here, this is this is going to so be a little awesome. bit, off, uh, you know, off the schedule that yeah. I that I told you. But I, I I feel inspired to ask you that right now. Ask you this question: Is um, at my at my walk um, towards Christ to a functional? Because it's so funny how you say, "I expect to see you in a in a truck," and it makes me think. Yeah. Uh, and I have said this more than one time, but it's a functional walk with Christ. It's, it's, it's not the. Yeah, it's not the religion where you show up at church on Sunday and, mm, and you did mm-mm. it. Um, you know, there's a there's a walk that goes through each incident, through each thing in my life. He has been there with me. There's a functional thing there that's in the Word of God, and it's it's very easy to understand. You just have to be open to understand it. Yes. I, I guess I'm trying to say, but the Lord spoke to me when I was in my filth. Yeah. Um, and he told me I wasn't made for this. I heard the voice. You know, people are like, ah, oh, audible voice. Yeah. Yeah, man. I heard a voice that said, hey, I made you for so much more than what you're doing. And the thing is, today, I don't think I've reached uh, the full capacity of what the Lord has yeah. for me in the kingdom of, of heaven. But I'm doing so much more than I was doing yes. when the word came. Yes. Does that make like It does. His, I say in my prayers, if you don't do another thing, I'm good. Because he's done so much from then to now, yeah. even though I think he has. I learned in the last year, he's got big, big things he for does. me. Um, I was prophesied over this weekend, which is in, you know, Nyla wants us all to, to record and tell what happened. But during that uh, moment, this woman came up from behind me and said, I see you draped in a purple Come cloak on. that the Lord dressed you in. Come no on. man could have put it on you. And he has put a crown on your head that is light to wear. You don't know it's there. It's so Amen. light. And uh, I said, man, you know, he's got so much more for us. You want my Bible? Yeah. <laughs> you my Bible? 
Uh, yeah, just you, I'm you're gonna leave it. So I, my question to you is: Have you heard the audible voice? What has the What would you like to share with the audience of six? You know, there's only a few people that listen, but what would you like to share with the audience that the Lord has spoke to you? Mm. Forgive me for two seconds. Yeah, this is totally off the this schedule. Is, this is this was not planned. And I, you know, when we're on video, I'll look at you and move my hands around. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're doing stuff. But uh, the audio is not catching anything at all. We don't need... Yeah, we're, we're rummaging through a Bible right now. You can't have dead silence on yeah, things like this. Can. People completely lose interest. Um, except for my six loyal listeners. I have a we're half so a dozen people. loyal listeners. Someone donated money to us over the last week. And I thought that was an amazing thing. Yeah. Praise God for that. Jeremiah 29, 11. I have to quote this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. Amen. Amen. How powerful is that? So powerful. I mean, you think about that. You're talking about plans. God said, I already know. Yeah. I already know the plans I have for you. And they're so good. So much better than I was doing. Yeah. So you talk about the audible voice. Jeremiah 20, 29, 11 sums that up. It was like I was in the middle of, of debauchery. Okay. You know? Yeah. I was, I mean, what I would call debauchery. I grew up in church. So debauchery to me is, is much different than most people. <laughs> right. But... I was in the middle of doing the worst things my mind could imagine, you know, and which was lying and hatred and unforgiveness. I always think when I, when I was in the middle of my field, I always think of those words Paul said, for I know nothing good comes out of me. Yeah. That's where I was at. That's, yes. Nothing good yes. was coming out of this. I was bitter. I used to be such a kind person. I was bitter. And I stumbled upon, I opened the Bible and I stumbled upon Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans I have for you they are only to prosper you amen if that moment that I heard the voice was when I was sitting in a relative's bedroom and I was being bullied out of I mean it was it was uncontrollable at high school and the family what do you mean it was high school yeah I had a a great home life for the most part Um, but I was being bullied you listen to me and I don't look the way I sound we make jokes about it. We talk about it. It's hilarious yeah, to me now. It, yeah. But I don't look the way I sound. I'm a, I, I have a very effeminate voice. I have I have a demeanor that's kind of interesting. Man, you can sing. Though. But I'm a I'm a happy-go-lucky person. I'm happy Gilmore all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And I have a very uppity personality. And in high school, if you're not, you know, 180 pounds and benching... Where'd you, know, you go to high school? Jasper? I went to, to Creekview. Okay. So... They were ruthless, man. I'd go sit down next to somebody at lunch. And be like, I don't want to sit next to this, this fag. Or that's yeah. what that's what yeah, they called me. Call, yeah. And that's that's just the way it was. Yeah. They're like, you know, you should just go kill yourself. Oh, that's that the most thank the you. worst thing you could say. It is. I don't care what the reason is. You would say it. So I'm sitting, I, uh, I'm sitting in 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 a relative's bedroom. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna do that. Because. I've been so kind my whole life. I've been so polite. I've I was a mama's boy. You know, my dad worked a lot, so that's kind of probably where all this this voice thing came from. But I, I, 
I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, I'm done. The Lord said, I know the plans I have for you. Amen. He did. And it rocked my world. And I went, if you're real, I'm going to tell you exactly what I said because it was pretty obscene. Yeah. If you're real, I need to know for sure. Because I know scripture. I grew up in, in church. I've, yeah, you're I'd right. go belly yeah. up with with anybody, you know? Yeah. And and if it was a pissing contest in, in scripture, I was on top of it. Yeah. That's the way I was with God at, at that moment. I said, I know scripture. And I probably just recalled something in, in my moment of desperation. But there's a 357 Magnum in this drawer and I'm about to take it and do what I will with it. And I got a phone call. Oh my God. <laughs> Somebody called me and said, hey, so-and-so up the road is opening a ministry school and Woo! the Lord spoke to me and said, I need you in, I need you to call Christian right now and tell him it was an internship. And it said he's got a bed open. He wants to take his first student. I was the first student at that Bible college. Amazing. And two and a half years later, I earned a degree in Bible doctrine and I was ordained. And God completely transformed my life. That's April awesome. 23rd. That's awesome. April 23rd, 2016. It's coming up too. It is. The anniversary for that. Sure time. is. Amazing story. So that's where God's place. Thank you yes. for sharing that with me. So the next segment, we have a segment on Bible verse of the day. We did it on the first episode. We're going to do it on this episode. We're going we're gonna to keep doing this. Tonight, I'm picking it. Uh, Christian didn't jump off. And what I'm going to pick, if you want to read along with me and check it out, is John... <clears throat> 9 verse 1 through 5. I want to ask you a question though. Okay. First John, what is the difference in John and First John? I know I sound like I Donald Trump tell, here. I really couldn't tell you. But they say First John all the time. Where, where's the other John? They're in here, man. There's another John? There's a First John? There's another John? I... I don't know what Second John is. Would Trump say Second John? I'm over here like it was a great Bible doctrine. Man. I know, I know. There's a real simple. Question I always do this you. to you. I do this to you all the time. I catch you. We didn't learn everything, man. Every time you're not looking, but yeah, I don't know why they say First John. I believe First John is where I'm at. Um, we did a Bible study on this and uh, spent a lot of time there. And, and John for me is very convicting. It's a, it's a very different book uh, than Luke was or, or Matthew or Mark, but. And that's where I'm at. I'm in John nine. I think I'm in First John. Chapter you're in nine. nine. Uh, I mean, you're kind of money. You're in, you're in chat. Uh, John. John. Chapter there's nine. First John, and then there's John. You're there's John. a First John. Yes. After this episode, we're finding it. We're getting I, to the I, bottom of this. Right Let me see. Let me see First John chapter nine, and how and, and there's where no, it there's no chapter nine. Oh, it's too John. deep. First John is too deep for that. Okay. There's only five chapters of First John. It's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. So what's the difference in John and First John? Um, I believe there was. Um, it's after Acts, First John. I believe it's it's prophecy versus the accounts of John. So I don't know if it, you guys can notice, but we're never ready. So um, I know that John wrote Revelation, and that is cool. There, there, I believe that the First John the first has a lot Timothy to do with prophecy. I'm Timothy. probably so wrong. Um, Hebrews, Hebrews. But John James. is the Here account of John. First Peter. Anyway, okay, so John chapter nine, not First John, if they're separate. Chapter nine, verse one says, as he went along, Jesus, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. Uh, his disciples asked in verse 2, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that was born blind? <clears throat> verse 3, neither this man nor his parents sinned. These are the red letters. Jesus said that. And continuing in verse 3, red letters, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. 
As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Come on there. So, the first place that I want to start is the belief that your disability, wow. your, um, sorry to play on this, but your voice in high school. Yeah. Uh, I never grew taller than five foot seven. I've been five foot seven since I was 12. Yeah. These infirmities, uh, these, um, whatever they are, shortcomings, yeah. these defects that we that we have, I right? I love where this is going. You like this, I don't you? I love this. So happy. Are blamed on our parents. Come on. And he did that here, right? They, I just they, did it. They did it to Jesus and said, you did too. You absolutely, because my dad I was, was like, at my work. my dad was at work And I was with my mom. I've been cursed with this beautiful voice that can sing like a songbird, but hey, we'll, you know, bully you for yeah. it. And, uh, but no, so I, it was the first thing that they said to him was, hey, who, who sinned? And I, and I think we do this in everything. You said during your uh, intro, your character backdrop, I blamed everyone else and I used that so I could do whatever I wanted. Yes. This is what we do. If I see someone uh, on, this is me personally, I have a problem with the homeless. Um, the Lord has been working greed out of me, but if I'm honest, if I'm honest right now, I would see homeless people and think, how many bridges did you burn to get to this situation? Right. And that's what they're asking him here. Right. Rabbi, teacher, mm. preacher, not son of God, a Jewish guy who knows stuff. How many bridges did this man burn? Yeah. Or do? was it even him, his parents? I mean, I, I picture one of them with their hand on his shoulder. Hey, what'd he do? What, what'd this guy do? <laughs> What's going on over here? <laughs> man. So, this, then it continues. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. I was learning something about this time. Jesus just blasphemed, right? When he said, neither this man nor his parents sinned, the Pharisees and Sadducees was like, the heck, the heck they did not. Yeah. God does not make people this way unless there is sin. That is the Pharisees and Sadducees. There has to be sin infirmity because there's always sin, man. What are you talking about? If this man and his parents didn't sin, he would have been born in the into the temple and into the hierarchy as we are. Ooh. You know? Okay. There's, That's a whole other segment. <laughs> That's scripture right. of the day. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Um, so yeah, I saw that and I thought, but then Jesus said something so cool. So cool. Um, he said, "This happened so that the works of God might Come be on. displayed in Him." And I got to tell you, and uh, all of the negative things in my life, the glory of God are displayed now. I mean, I mean, you know, at some point. I, somebody said to me in the last week or so, and you were just saying, again, in your character backstory, our friendship are the works of a great father. It is. In heaven. It is. And proof of it. Yeah. When you when I stand next to him, I'm looking at the camera right now. I, when I stand I next to this guy, right. we're different. We're different people. I told him one time, I was like, you and I have nothing in common. Yeah, you do. You broke my heart. 
Look, we have nothing in common. Why would I? Why would you be friends with me? I don't want to do anything with you. You want to go to the gym, and I want to. I want to not, not go to the gym. <laughs> and I hardly probably, ever go to the gym. I'm probably gonna have to now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's just a gym rat. He counts his calories, and he's he's just he he dreams about weights and and stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, yeah. This guy just just you did the same thing. He's to me, torn yeah. his bicep three times. I'm sure just. Trying to max out in front of the girls or something. <laughs> Looking but at I'm like, he and I could never be friends. And God did something amazing. And then he tempered our friendship in the beginning. Amen. Not in the middle. Amen. Our, our relationship as it started was being tempered. Absolutely. It was awesome. Barely made it. Mm-hmm. Really cool. So you're touching on... And then also I want to talk about the works, right? Yeah. You must do the works of him. Okay, so as verse 4 says, as long as it is day, and these are red letters, we must do the works of him who sent me. I really like it because I am in the construction field and I do sales. And in the winter, we all get very frustrated because jobs don't get completed because nighttime comes early. Um, you can sell until 8 or 9 p.m. in the summer. Uh, and you can finish jobs in a day in the summer. So I kind of related to him saying, you know, it's in the day we can do the works of him who sent me. It also changed, Paul later says, uh, for us to do good works. Um, and people have used that in the, in the, in the mm. church a lot. Mm-hmm. And it used to mean to me, don't lie. Don't steal. Don't fornicate. Don't covet your neighbor. Don't, right. don't put gods above God. You know, right. Good works to me used to be, don't do this, mm-hmm. don't do that. Until I read the red letters here where he says... We must do the works of him who sent me in the daylight. That means good works is not not doing the law. Good works is going and doing something. Being obedient. Amen. Whatever he tells us. Wow. Mm. And then he talks about he talks about night versus him being the light of the world. In verse five. As long I'm not reading out of the same translation you are. Well verse for finishes night is coming when no one can work and that's crazy so if the works of the lord are to make disciples baptize them and send them into the world and at night you won't be able to work anymore there's an end coming to the opportunity to become a discipleship a disciple get baptized and go out into the world but can 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 I give my rendition of chapter or verse yeah, that's five? why we're doing this you can give me the rendition Let of the me tell anything. you though i feel like there's an escape to verse 4. In verse 5 he says, in my, I have, I'm reading out of the New King James. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Woo! So in my mind, he's going, you know what, baby? Darkness might be coming. <laughs> but, but let me tell you something. If you're obeying me and I'm in you, yes. you can work at night. Yes. Okay. I like you it. See what I'm saying? Yes. You, if you're doing the will of the Father, you can do it a day, night, but you better be making sure while it's daylight, you're getting the meat of everything I'm telling you to do, done. Come on, come on. And if need be, I'll hold the sun in the sky. Yeah, amen. Just like he did for Joshua. For the very last. Gosh. I know he will. I know he will. So, long conversation we had that I, I'm going to add to this segment and to, this, to the uh, Bible scripture segment. We had a long conversation about um, once saved, always saved. And, mm. and it led to what about the people who never heard the, the gospel? And, um, you know, someone said, 
The Holy Spirit is the one who convicted the Jews who killed Jesus that Peter was preaching to in Acts, not Peter. Peter didn't convict anyone. The Holy Spirit cut through the hearts. Um, as a matter of fact, Peter was playing with fire. He himself could have been crucified for the things he was saying. So the Holy Spirit is one of the... If that's the truth, then if there is one person on some little island somewhere that will repent when they Come hear the on. gospel, then God and the Spirit will get the gospel there. We'll get, we'll, we'll get it. <laughs> it will, is that, that's the name of my little my fundraiser, isn't it? If there is one person that will repent, the Lord will reach him. And what's crazy is, and I believe this, he doesn't need us to do this. I've heard preachers say, he needs, he needs, he needs men, he needs messengers. He wants to do this with all of us. He wow. wants to make us a part of the God dream. You have a son, right? In law. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> what do you? Okay, so say you had a son. Yeah, I do. As, okay, as that's friends. fine. Yeah. And you do what you do. What? And you love what you do. Say you did. Whatever it is. Whatever locksmith, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You want your kid to, to be so close to you. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be a happier time in your life than when that kid can change a cylinder out in, in you know, sure. five minutes. Sure. That would be, imagine God going, hey, look, there's Brent. Look what he's doing. He's, and he's nudging angels and he's, he's smacking God's knee going, hey, I did that. Amen. I did that. Amen. That's why I died. That's why I gave them yeah. mercy yeah. so that you could see them the way I do. Prince, Prince, doing the will of you. Because I was lost. I was it's, lost. It's generational. Yeah. From God to His Son, from His Son to us as Amen. short heirs. Amen. Imagine that. It's so cool. I don't know. I just there's just so much rolling through my head right now. So, lot to study. Got to figure out what First John is and go read it and, and get a little studied up, but. You know, at the end of the day, I'm still, you know, I'm still walking this out. Yeah, me too. Glory to glory. Me I'm too. Just walking this out. Uh, John 9, 1. John chapter 9, verse 1 through 5. Check it out this week. That's that's the that's the verse for this episode. Very cool. Um, we're going to move on to another segment. Um, give me one second because I'm going to do something weird and get down here. Cause I'm, trying to, uh, I'm trying to check this little bad boy out. Make sure I keep up with our time of each segment. Um, I, I got to editing and clipping, and I'm getting pretty good at it. Next segment, I do believe, as you were writing notes, is something good that came out of COVID-19. Yeah. Um, what a devastating couple of yeah. years for America, for the whole world. I guess with um, the death count, which, you know, if you liked the John 9, and you like anything we've talked about, right? Send us an email. Um, you know, go to our website, AntiochSpeaks.com. You know, just check everything out. But if you want to comment on anything, if you think that every death contributed to COVID 19 over the last two years was actually COVID 19, grins. I don't, I hate to go into this. Hey, but let's be, you know, one of the things that really pondered me is I had it twice right. I home remedied both times my roommate had it and he home remedied he had a previous condition in his lung mm-hmm. uh, and then we had a good good friend Marcus pass away someone very very close and I was very shocked that 
at the beginning of this thing, when COVID was coming, I didn't think anybody near me was going to die from it. You know, and this was a good, good friend of ours. When he got tested positive, he went straight to uh, urgent care and then to the hospital. Um, what I, And this is just me very closed. I'm not trying to start anything, but he was treated for it before he had any crazy symptoms and he passed away. We were never treated for it. And it got bad for my roommate. It did. I was worried for him, but we survived. And I'm just wondering if the treatment early on in the first year may have not have been the culprit of some of the deaths. I, I'm just don't. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I feel the need to answer it, but I think I'll leave that alone. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it. I, yeah, I think so. I think I have a saying in my home, and Brent knows that if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. The doggone thing might be a duck. If and unfortunately for your friend, that's a horrible reality and it's terrible. Yeah. But when you see it time and time again, I had I had COVID three times. I had all the variants. Uh, when when COVID first came out, however you want to say, when the pandemic first hit, I was getting on a plane every Monday and not getting home until maybe a two a week or two later on a Friday and then flying right back out on Monday. Right. So I um, I took precautions as needed. Um, and I still got it three times. Yeah. I mean, unverifiably four, but I definitely tested positive three times. And all three times I was like, I'm staying home. Because the people that I know that have been to the hospital and been treated, I had a really close friend of mine. He was kind of like a, a really cool uncle, per se. Poor guy just, they were like, well, you got to go to the hospital. Next thing you know. He he was fine. He was talking to everybody. Yeah. Two hours later, they were like, "Well, you gotta guys, you guys gotta come in and see who's dead." What? He was just laughing, like fully alert, fully awake, nothing wrong. Hours. Oh, we don't know. Two hours. We don't know. He's he's. It just took over. His breathing stopped. Yeah. So. I'm, that's kind, a of, to I'm me. kind of on that, it's but you know, um, positive. Positive things that came out of COVID. Right. Um, for me. Right before COVID came, right before lockdowns and everything, or, or maybe any, a year before, the murmur in this country was that people were starting to homeschool more. Okay. Okay. The percentages of homeschooling kids was increasing, and people didn't like it. You know, people were against right. it. They, they had an opinion. But on the same note, across the country, the conversation was... Parents aren't involved. They're just sending their kids to public school to babysit their kid. Right. And, and public school teachers were saying before COVID, remember? I, I can't be their parent. And we were holding, you know, public schools, teachers were spanking kids and getting into arm, we getting into fights with kids. We were holding them to an unreachable standard. Right, because they were babysitting our kids all day. Not, we weren't there. And I think that the, react, the reaction of COVID in this country has caused parents to come back to being involved in the education of their children. And I think it's awesome to care. I think it's No matter what your views are, you could be the biggest, you know, uh, Republican, liberal, whatever, in the world, and you're telling your children these things. That's good that you're at home instilling values of whatever kind into the kids. I think it's a great thing that happened out of COVID is that kids are back 
the parents are, are involved in education. Well, and we are. I mean, I remember because I was I was an Insta father. I was in we had an Insta family. Um, so I, it, you know, there's a different dynamic to that. So to make a really long story short, when you say Insta family, do you say the that moment I married my wife, I had a child. You had a child. Okay, yeah. go. Okay, got so. Um, we didn't have a baby until 11 months later. So it was a surprise baby. Bless him. Um, uh, but I didn't, I found myself not giving a crap about our education. I didn't because I was working. I had things to do. I, and in my mind, I've already been through that. I really don't care. Yeah. Teach them whatever you want to teach them. I, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but that's the mentality I have. It's what this country did. And then all of a sudden COVID hits and my kids at home. And I'm starting to hear some of this garbage <laughs> that is being told to my child. And they're just things that are just, they've been in textbooks for 40 years. And and I looked at my kid and I'm like, that's not true. Well, yeah, my teacher, and I, I was so close to going, tell your teacher, she's an idiot. Yeah. I was so close. And I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Email the teacher. They're like, yeah, that's what we teach. I'm like, do you understand this study, article so-and-so, and paragraph so-and-so, that was disproved 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Just by based on knowledge. So all of a sudden, I began to care what my child's being taught. Right, right. And it was it was personal. I, to bring a personal element to this, I found myself emailing the teacher when my kid was coming home reading this weird book. I stayed up all night, read the whole thing. Wow. True story. Yeah. Read the entire book. Got and involved. Then, I got involved and I was like, this wasn't a horrible book, but why are you, you know, typing away on my computer? Why are you letting kids read this? Yeah. About a suicidal rabbit. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> my kid's nine. <laughs> she needs to be worried about her pet rock a morbid or something. Thought. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, it, it is positive for our family. It really is that we, we really do give a darn about our kids' education. Yeah, and I, you know, I did when I, I raised my daughter, I, I did send next to her and say, okay, you got to answer it the way they want you to answer. You're just going to fail. Um, but let's have a, a conversation after. A let's clear have understanding. A, yeah, because you're, I think one of the things pre-COVID is our kids didn't realize you're allowed to disagree. Question. You are allowed to look and go, that doesn't sound right to me. You know, where is another, uh, t- you know, another conversation about this? What is another side of this? You're giving me a side and there's always another side. So, um, yeah, I think COVID really analytical versus practical. What really cracked me up because you know you called me um, uh, your or your wife called me a baby boomer and I'm not <laughs> one, um, but you know oh, she man. called me that and it was funny. But is the baby boomers yeah. and I'm not throwing shade. I love my mother and I love the baby boomers, but they give the kids of today such a hard time. They do. But it's just like in the, in the movie. You see that you did that. God didn't just put millennials and Generation Z in your hands. You raised these people. This is you have some responsibility for how they've turned out this way. And one of those biggest things is not paying attention to what the public schools was doing with your children. <laughs> well, swinging that into the same topic, the family unit. Oh yeah. I'm learning how to love a nine-year-old who is hormonal. And may or may not hate me four days out of seven. <laughs> I don't say that disrespectfully. I no, love my baby. No, it's reality. She's is, my child. It's reality. Oh, dear Lord. 
It's one thing to acquire a, a four and a half, five year old. Now she's nine, and she, things are happening. And I, I didn't, I haven't known her all this time, so I have to be careful. Like you know, you you, you have to be, you know, mindful yeah. of your place as a father. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that. Nobody anyways, wants to talk about I, it. The, it <laughs> has, we do. Really, it. Yeah, <laughs> COVID has really strengthened our family unit. That's because the reports are negative. But for every one negative reaction in the family unit from COVID, there's a positive where families are sitting together and they're doing things together. Again, kids, uh, you know, I think that a lot of positivity came out for the family. If you look at my calendar every week on Thursday, there's family night. That's awesome. Starts at 630, ends at 830. We beat into that. But you guys are our family. Yeah. We're going to have our little intimate family night tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very cool. That it, it those are things we never did. So, and families got to experience a little bit of crisis together. Yeah, you got to see how Americans handle crisis. I mean, that's it's know. not good to see how we handle crisis. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. We could play on that all day long. <laughs> America backs down when crisis. Oh comes. my gosh. Um, so my my positive swing on COVID. Um, Number one is the realization of Americans that life still exists. It really does. There's life beyond your cell phone. There's life beyond your tablet, your computer. You know, um, there's a life beyond your TikTok or, God forbid, your OnlyFans. There's life beyond we need a social media. I think we need a TikTok for this. For yeah, we do. But there's, there's life beyond, and, and let's get into the nitty gritty. There's life beyond making money on OnlyFans. Yeah. There is. Yeah. There's 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 life beyond content creating. There's life beyond Facebook. Come on. For the for the older people, I I surf Facebook all the time, but Facebook. There's life beyond Instagram. There's life beyond all these things, and I think immediately we found that we are American heroes roar. Yeah. Amen. You know, um, we found our place quite quickly when. The government swooped in and was like, here's what you're going to do. And everybody went, no, I'm not. Because when they said, stay home, everybody's like, no, we're going to the movies. Yeah, we want to enjoy our time. I started leaving more. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's not an act of defiance, but it's more so an act of, this is a free country. This is how this works. Uh, people bled and died for our freedoms. Therefore, you're not going to take them away. It'd be a different story if I walked outside and choked to death. Yeah. Because it was Chernobyl. Or there were zombies out there. Is how they were kind of you know, selling it to it, me. Exactly. But that and capitalism. Let's roll back into OnlyFans, God forbid. I know I'm talking about this. <laughs> OnlyFans and, and the creators fun and TikTok and um, I think Instagram, like high-end Instagram. Yeah, there's users. Instagram models that make good money. If through Instagram. YouTube. Bless the Lord, YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, YouTube was a great generator you know, for, for wealth it, for a lot of people. Capitalism. Oh, my gosh. From, from shaking your butt to talking about stocks. Yeah. You can make buku's of Take money a, you, from anything, your desk. Just, yeah, absolutely. And it's insane. People are learning and creating new ways to make money. That makes me so happy. It's changed the face of the labor force that it used to be. Five years ago, the, the employees just ran roughshod over their right. employers ran roughshod over employees. And today, right. you, you get to take the power back. Uber... DoorDash, yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. So being in construction, me being in 
uh, consulting and sales and fast food and all the crazy weird things that I do, nobody wants to work yeah. because I can get on TikTok and throw yeah. in some filters. I can do it. And, yeah. And create. I can drive two, around, and make a hundred bucks. Two videos a day, and I could get up to you know tens of thousands of followers, and I do lives all day long and make all the money I need. Yeah. From my desk. So cool. Changing outfits and hats. It's 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 wrong. <laughs> or opening wrong. packages. Have you ever seen those? They so what kids totally looks like and it does this and it does that. The um, what's it called? Um product reviews. Yeah. Just doing product reviews. Just doing product reviews. People send you stuff for free and then you get paid to talk about it. Yeah. I just it blows my mind. That is it's awesome. COVID was there was there was good things that came out of a negative thing. So oh. you talked about you wanted to you wanted to throw Pepper Kanye West in here. You know, I did I did want to talk about Kanye because I'm a fan. Right. I'm a Kanye West fan. Okay. This is this is our segue to another segment. Right. Um is Kanye. He's in the news a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Um do you, you know who his wife is? Ex wife? Kim Kardashian, right? Mm-hmm. They're divorced now. Do you know what Kim is good at, what her talent is? Kim's talent, um, I know. Well, no, she doesn't really have talent. She's good at becoming and maintaining popularity. Sure, okay, that's we'll what she that. can do. That's we'll what she that. does, right? And then it's obvious Kanye's talent. I love how you just peppered that down to that. <laughs> well, I mean, most of us know where Kim K started. So that's, well, we'll just yeah, that's awesome. You uh, rolled that all the way. Up. Yeah, she's she's become popular and she has yeah. maintained popular, and I think. What you've seen from that family over the last decade is that. I mean, they made uh, uh, Chris, Kristen, Chris, whatever her mom's name is, they made, they made her very famous. Um, and then they made the dad extremely famous. He became the woman of the year. Uh, and, I, and I think that a lot of this stuff is thought out. Come for us in the email. Okay. Yeah, Come please do. But I, I think a lot of it is thought out. I don't yeah. think that this is... Um, random events. I think they they're like off camera. You know, this, I think this they might really work. Have good yeah. About this. So when she married Kanye, mm. I kind of went, okay, this is crazy. And what was the biggest thing about that? If you run in the timeline, you'll see that Kanye went broke. It was a huge conversation. Kanye's broke. Okay. Every time they caught up to him, TMZ and these, which I would love to do by the way. There's no, I'm throwing <laughs> no shade at paparazzi because I would love to be a part of the gossip articles, but. They run after Kanye. They'd say, "Hey, you're broke. You're broke. You're broke." And Kanye would tell them, "I'm going to be a billionaire." And they called him crazy. But there's audio of this when he was bankrupt, saying he's going to be a billionaire. Then he marries Kim Kardashian, and they both became billionaires. So the the thing for me is, was that coincidental? The marriage of Kim K and Kanye and the babies were all maintaining a popularity. Yeah, come on. Kanye really had a rough time. That was a rough run for him. He was saying and being crazy. Bro, this guy took one for the team. He really did, man. And 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 she her, you know, after her dad did that little thing, her show was starting to kind of slow down. People didn't care that much about that anymore. And right. then they got married and then it, it became a thing again. So people then I think honestly believed that Kanye jumped on not only the conservative party. Yeah, that was surprising. But religion to keep it going. So that's this segment. And you know what? I think I want to keep this segment going. 
Because things okay. keep happening with him. My question in this segment is, is Kanye for real Christian, in your opinion? I know that we're not the judge. And I'm not trying to send Kanye to hell or say he is or isn't right. Christian. I want to ask, from the events that have happened to where we are and the events that happen as we move forward, does this look like someone who is being transformed by Jesus Christ? Or does this look like someone who used it as a platform to get more popular? And then give little things behind what our opinion is. Okay. Does that, is that, yeah. it's risky, I know, Come but I could be talking about Second Timothy verse, uh, whatever that crazy verse is about women can't teach. I could be doing that instead. At least I'm talking about Kanye. We can talk about that. <laughs> you might okay. lose. So I want to say that my, first things first, Kanye got divorced yesterday. It was finally yesterday? It's over. That was the quickest divorce in human history. Yeah, Kim begged for it to be fast because he's threatening wow. the new boyfriend. Um, the new boyfriend is a, a bit of a joke because he's a comedian. I, I was doing he a is. pun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's if you go look this interview up, uh, what's his name? Pete. Uh, what Pete? is his name? Pete. Oh, what is this guy's name? Keep anyway. talking about him. I'll find okay, him. Okay. Uh, he, uh, which I'm a huge fan. I like Saturday Night Live and I've watched this guy stand up and I like him. That's why I know what I'm about to say. But uh, he, he was doing an interview and he said, Kim and Kanye are the cutest couple. Uh, he says that... Pete know, Davidson. Davidson. He dated Ariana Grande. He says he had dinner with them. I think this was all a plan to make him yes. uber famous. He is not that funny. He's not that great. And he's uber famous now. He's the most famous comedian. Ever. Because not he's really. not, but because he's in the mix of this. And every week Kanye takes an opportunity to say, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him. And then he says, hey, not really guys, you know. Right. Fan, my fans don't hurt him. You know, yeah, we're just keep buying his t shirts, keep going to his, because it's a it seems like this is these people are not stupid by any stretch of the imagination. They thrive on drama. They thrive on it, drama. I mean, takes so much money. And when you figure out how to create it yourself as a celebrity, you get to keep all the earnings. <laughs> yeah. There's no middleman. Right, right. Kanye West is a very wealthy individual because he Super cut out the middleman. He beats TMZ to his own stories. He really does. You he know shows up there randomly, and they'll let him in. He could just randomly show up to the office of the TMZ where they're about to go live, and they'll let him come and why? take over everything. Because he writes his own stories. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Now you talk about you talk about uh, Kanye's conversion. Um, I really think something happened to Kanye. I really do. Um, he stood in front of, oh, I'll tell you, he stood in front of Joel Osteen's church, which I am not a fan of. You will hear me say it a hundred million times. Do not like Joel Osteen. Please come for me. Antioch speaks. He's going to write a blog. Sign the email. Don't be a coward. Let me know who you are. I want to talk to you. But it, we'll leave Joel Osteen alone. He's not here to defend himself. No yeah, yeah. he ever show up to my house. And I love him. So, right. Six in one hand. He loves Mormons half a dozen and the everything. Yeah. So, um, he stood in front of this man's church and he said, 
The media is brainwashing you. They want to take your kids. Yes. They want to do all he these horrible things to your oh, family. Yes. And they want, they want, he said, I, viewer discussion is yeah, yeah. We can they know, want, don't say anything cuss words now. No, We're, no, no. Okay, they, okay, want, okay. they want to, they want to rape your kids. They want, mm-hmm. Hollywood is after your children. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They, they want to, they want to come after you. Not, not a person budge. They just looked at him like, what's wrong with He's you? crazy, Kanye. It's a crazy I really feel like Kanye has gotten away from Hollywood and just monetizes himself like a capitalist. Yeah. He's creating revenue for himself yeah, by yeah. using himself. Yeah. What what greater tools? He has no overhead because it's him. You know? But with that same situation. So, the, the other thing, cause that, that's evidence to me. Thank you. That that's where he's I was being going. changed. That's where I was going. Something is changing yes. him. The second part of evidence is I, I'm a huge fan of his music and I've listened to the new gospel and it sounds like he's reading the Bible. Right. That is a personal thing. You reading the Bible takes personal time. Um, there's another uh, hip-hop artist named Chance the Rapper. Right. You can tell when he speaks, when he interviews, when he makes songs that they read their Bible and I think that's evidence of a, real, uh, a, a, a realistic relationship. Right. Now, when everybody hears this conversation you and I are having, they're gonna be they're gonna be googling Kanye West, okay, and all of his shenanigans, okay, okay, yeah, the Jeffrey Star shenanigans, the, yeah, this shenanigan, that shenanigan. Let me tell you something. So, just as human beings, you and I, um, I, like, I struggle sometimes with pride. Okay? Yeah, yeah, sometimes so. I struggle with my mouth. I Same. might fly with an S word. Yeah. Or if you make me really upset, I'm going to fly with an F construction. word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that, that, those are my downfalls, being very transparent and being very transparent before God and all of our listeners, all six of them. Um, but that's you don't know what Kanye lives through. Yeah. People don't understand the kind of integrity and pressure and... Uh, fishbowl mentality that you have to have when you have that much money and fame. So if he has downfalls in his life that he allows to to dominate him in that moment, I don't think that makes him unsaved. I agree with you on that. Now the whole Jeffree Star thing, I will will address it because to me it feels like the elephant in the room. If Kanye struggles with something like that, that does not mean he's not saved. Okay. In my opinion. Your opinion, yeah. Because that's what we're, we're that's what we're talking about, right? And and I I think the same. I think um, that Kanye is saved. Yeah. Uh, there was an episode of the Kardashian, and I really wanted to bring this up on this show, and I think we're going to run long, and we might have to to hop off the show, but and get to some of this other stuff later. But he tells Kim that he's changed and he's different. Could she put more clothes on? And she gets, you know, in this episode, you guys can, you know, go Google Kim and, and, and go check out this episode if you haven't already. I'm sure everybody already has. She gets offended and says, this, I'm, this is my brand. This is this, the, my outfit and the way I leave the house is who my job is. A certain and percentage of skin. And because all you're saved doesn't mean I'm going to change that. So it made me want to touch two things number one I think that's evidence that Kanye's being changed yeah 
when he had the gall to step up to his wife and, and suggest something like this. Who has made Boldness, hundreds of millions confidence. just off of her body. Yeah, totally. And said, cover yeah, up. As everybody her, knows. Cover yeah. up your he just told He just asked her to cover. Yeah. The other thing I want to say is, this is off the Kanye topic, but it's, it's still in the same uh, thing. I knew a couple who, maybe they were Christian, maybe they weren't, but in their flesh, they didn't get married. Okay. They fell in love. Maybe two years they had been dating pretty hardcore. And during that time, they had sex out of wedlock. Right. Free sex and, and didn't, no conviction on either part. She got pregnant. They had a baby and they moved in together and they were raising their baby. And one day he's at a men's group and the men confront him in a biblical way. Okay. Like you should, I think. Um, and they say, look, man, you need to marry her. You can't be shacked up, living this way in sin. You're living in sin, and we have you on this. You're serving this, and you're doing that, and you're teaching this. And yeah, we're gonna have to ask you to stop doing those things. To live as an as long as you're living like this with her, you can't be serving the church in these in these areas. So he got excited. He got convicted. Praise God for that. I asked the Lord to burn through me new things every day, and I'm glad this happened to him. And he ran home to his unexpecting girlfriend. To say, we gotta get married because my men's group said so. Wow. And she said, I'm not fully ready to marry you. Right? You make half as what I make and we're poor. Uh, whatever. Sure. I, I don't know what the details Insert. were, but she said, no. Wow. I don't wanna marry you. Wow. So he called me. He said, this is the dilemma. This is the situation I'm in. I'm going to leave her, I'm gonna move out of this apartment. Leave her with my child, go back to my mom's until she'll marry me. And I thought to myself, she's just, she's not convicted. Right. So she's just going to date someone while you're living at your mom's, have sex with them out of wedlock. Right. They might move in and be your kid's stepkid father, and she might get pregnant again. And if you're not fully convicted, and I'm not saying you are or you're not, then you're going to start dating someone and you might start having sex with them out of wedlock and they might get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So from my view in on this, I was like, oh, moving out sounds terrible. You don't make yeah. much money. She doesn't make much money. They're going to make you give all of your money to her anyway. Every month. So the, it would be better to pray for her conviction. Wow. Yeah. Stay down. Stay down. Just stay there. <laughs> Pay the bills. Love your girlfriend. Go to your men's group. Don't run away from God. And pray that she gets convicted and try to marry her. Right. That's the move. Uh, the Bible calls it living a chaste lifestyle. That's what it is. Okay. I Let me make one okay. point and you tell me what that just okay. meant. Because I've never heard that in my whole life. I don't know if you get that mm-hmm. at Bible college or where you got that. I'm, but that I'm was also, reference it. Okay, so... I draw that back to Kim and, and, and Kanye, right? Yes. Kanye is convicted of something, but his wife isn't. Yes. He must stay down. Pray for your wife. Go back to your men's group and tell them, my girlfriend doesn't want to marry me yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody hunker down for this. these couple. Whoever is in the corner of them, him, yes, he must be, he can't keep serving, okay? He can't. 
And I firmly believe if your kids act crazy in the church, you need to stop serving until you can get your kids under control. So, right. you know, whatever. I'm cool with all of that. I'm just saying, don't let him leave her <laughs> like yeah. that. Like, you, you, we have got to wait till she's convicted of the same and marries him. That's my thought on it. And that was my thought with Kim K. It's let her come to her own conviction through prayer. Let the Holy Spirit do it. Peter yeah. did not convict these people. The Holy Spirit convicted these people. Um, so that was my idea. I know that's going to draw a lot of negative, probably, feedback. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get text messages. You know, the, the thing that got me the most text messages so far is when I put other people's addresses out there. I think I'm going to get back to that. That... That's, you know, that's the ultimate troll. <laughs> that's Stop the, it. <laughs> if I put your address on at about an hour and five minutes, I know you listen to the whole show <laughs> and you're giving me feedback. Uh, that was funny. So you said chase, uh, chase? What did you call it? I have to find the translation that it's in because it's, otherwise I just look like a goober. You don't, I mean, you totally don't. You know. Well, the Bible talks about, you know, an unsaved spouse. Okay. You said specifically something about chase. Man, I've never heard it in my life. I've never heard that ever in my life. Man, making these podcasts and just talking about the gospel and talking about God. It's all I want to do, man. I I don't want to do anything but this anymore. And um, we really are. We're going to Tifton. Yeah. That's going to happen. It's going to work out. Uh, 2022 is going to be a year that you're asked to preach. I believe it. You're going to be asked and invited to to preach the gospel to people. And I'm going to be there for that. You know? I think it's the same for Logan. We're going to the Send in Kansas City in May. I don't know if you've heard of that. But it's, it's supposed to be a big deal. The Send. Um... And then this weekend, coming up this weekend, you've got Five Stones at 11 a.m. in Canton on Sixes Road. Google it. you got Relevate. Yeah, Relevate at 1030. Where's that at? Ranger? U.S. Highway 411. Is it Ranger Jordan? Yeah. Now, you still go to Dawsonville Revival on Sunday nights? Um, we go we go a certain amount of Sundays. I think it's twice a month. You just pick them? Or, or well, when we usually go when, when our pastor's there. Gotcha. But the service is every Sunday, right? Dawsonville Revival? Pos- yeah, I think you Sunday. Google Dawsonville Revival and you'll find the, yeah, the actual church is in Dahlonega, though, right? In Dawson. It's in Dawsonville. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Check that stuff out. Um, so did you end up finding what you were looking No, at? we're going to have to find that. All right, so we're moving on. But yes, what did you call it? Chase Lifestyle. Chase Lifestyle. What did you mean by it? So it's living a pure lifestyle devoted to Christ in front of your spouse. Ah! So that they see the witness of your life. I love it. In your home. That's that's because that's, it, that's Kanye, how I think the marriage should be. Kanye you know? not compromising his views would be considered a chase lifestyle. Okay. Every and I've heard so many on, pastors tell women this, whose husbands don't come to church. They tell the women to live this certain yeah. lifestyle and he'll follow. But for some reason, when it's reversed, sometimes it's kind of like men make your family do things. But I think it should yeah. be the same. You should be an example be, to your family. It should be. Because if, if a man is submitted to God, then then God does the rest. I heard someone once say, if you follow Jesus and uh, 
you, you, you follow Christ, you'll be accepted in most circles for your, for your uh, fruit. You'll be generous and you'll be kind and you'll be patient. You'll be a good employee because you're working for God. You're not working for the employer. And you don't bicker and you don't murmur and you don't gossip right. because, you know, th- those general fruits are widely accepted across the globe. And I think that same thing with your wife. You mm-hmm. come home and you say, wife, follow me. This is what we're doing. You're going to get a weird reaction like you did with COVID. Like, I'm going to not follow you more because I'm right. free. But if you are doing the things of God, who doesn't want to follow that? And you don't really even have to say anything. You don't have to do nothing. You just go in that direction and they all just and follow you. Just you kind of go, okay, this is nice. This I, is I, I enjoy this. Yeah. This is what I feel like. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I do too. How does, how does this happen? So that's, yeah, I mean. Very cool. Last thing I'll say before we finish this awesome show. This is a really good show. Christian. I think so. Thank you very much. Good job. Um, thank you for doing it with me. Absolutely. I love Travis Green. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No. We did this. Uh, I, I brought up Travis Green last, last week. And Nyla talked about a few Christian rappers. Okay. Um, what What are you into? Gospel, uh, contemporary. You know, Maverick City has a new Maverick album. Maverick City, that was it. Maverick City all the way. They have a new album. Did you know uh, that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Have you listened yeah. to it? Some of it. Okay. I can't name any of the Both songs. of This is the challenge over the next week. Both of us must find good Christian new music. And oh. we're going to talk about it next week. Okay. Okay, that is... Uh, I'm also going to tell you, the other night, the State of the Union from President Joe Biden. I didn't see that. Yeah, you're, you're going to have to start being involved. Gosh. I'm going to start sending you stuff by text and email. I know... That sometimes you can't keep up with the crap that I'm, I'm bringing to you, but you're going to have to start. <laughs> I watched as much of it as I could. I, I fell asleep uh, somewhere around all the millions of jobs he thinks he created. Somebody wrote his speech, you can tell, and he had no original thought. He said, um, that, that whoever wrote it wanted to say that the Ukrainian people, uh, pound for pound, uh, were resilient. And instead, he said, pounds of Ukrainian people. And he just keeps going, because it's not his original, you know, if I had an original thought that I wrote down and was ready to sketch and then kind of, I would fix it, because I'd know where, oh, I meant, you know, but he didn't, he just kept going, pounds of Ukrainian people, and he just kept going, and it, (laughs) is his face, he makes some of the weirdest faces, man, he looks like he's got itches in places he can't scratch while he's talking, he's like, you know, he's got... I'm so mad. He has no idea what's he's, going on. Somebody needs to give this dementia patient an ice cream cone. And last time I drove, people didn't wait at the left turn for right turners to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this big circle? There's no stop sign. Yeah, they just keep going, everybody does. That was perfect. That was awesome. We got to end right there, man. Thank you that was for awesome. tuning in to Antioch Speaks presents The Awakening. Episode two, two, season one. More to come. Absolutely. Praise God. You can find us um, AntiochSpeaks at gmail.com, AntiochSpeaks.com. We'd love to hear from you. Come for us. Talk to us. Let us know how you feel. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you.